Hey, everybody, it's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 354. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm Dijeron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I am Mako-chan. And yes, we know winter is still a bitch. Even though winter left us, like, what, three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Uh, and now there's another cold front coming through? Uh... Yeah, well, hopefully this weekend is supposed to be somewhat okay. Mm. At least it's sunny and in the 50s. True. True. But... Unlike, unlike the last convention when it was, <laughs> you know, wind chill of three. <laughs> next time, I have a Michael Chan. Hmm? Can we not do that next time? Um, yeah. Yeah. Very much. Ugh. <sighs> God. Very much not okay with that. Mm-hmm. We are live tonight, week of April 17th, 2018, right here on the Vogue Network. We are here live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, where replays Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Merc, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesearch.net. The chat room is Vogue, V-O-G. So you come on in, have a good time. Um... If you head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Network, there's some information about the Vogue Network as a whole and an IRC link. If you have Chatzilla, you click on that, it'll bring you right into the chat room. Um, just so you know, we are having some technical issues with the chat at Live.VogNetwork.com. So you can head on over to AnimeJamSession.com slash Network and install Chatzilla if you are running Firefox. It is said that if you're running the latest build of Firefox, it may not work, but Mako-chan says it works. So if you get a pop-up saying, allow it to run, let it run, click the link, and you'll be in the chat room. There's also um, webchat.gamesearch.net. The chat room is VOG, hashtag VOG, or pound symbol VOG, whatever works. And we're also on Discord, so we'll be monitoring the Discord chat as well. You can find us there at vognetwork.com slash Discord. So I, I think we got it all covered as a whole. Well, I will say I'm technically not on Firefox. I'm on Waterfox, and that might be the difference. Even better. Um, yeah, so I might have to put that down. You know what? Because you know what it is? Firefox rebuilt the engine around version 57. So I believe either Waterfox hasn't hit version 57 yet, or they're going with another build that makes it work. So I moved on to Opera. Me too. I mean... The thing is, Firefox was just being such a memory fucking hog, and I think something had, ha I think that's the point where it kept crashing while I was trying to read Facebook. I said, "Fuck it," dropped Opera on there, and done. And here we go. Um, and if we go to our chat room at live at, at uh, live I am so used to saying that at um webchat.gamesearch.net over at Navog chat room. According to Rageinator, he says somehow the chat being broken is my fault. Uh, no, I, it's not, it's not my fault. I guess it is since you somehow made it through. So, yeah. <sighs> and as a That black sounded nice. Mm -hmm. 
no, no, I'm just like, you know. And uh, thank you to our te our awesome tech support team uh, at Wagner.com, uh, Bobby Blackwolf. He says, if you head over there and there is a link that opens up to the web chat that will bring you in. It doesn't embed in the page, but at least you're there. And Blackwolf, thank you. You, you, you are a savior. Thank you. We appreciate that. Because I was tweeting on Sunday, let people know alternate ways to get into the chat room to hang out with us tonight. So, And there's also Andro IRC. You could download that. Uh, that was suggested by Bob Coffey back on OLR. So you the man on that, Bobby. And sorry about the clicking. Um, it might, I think my microphone is kind of like being a little sensitive. But I did put a fresh cable on there. So take care of that. So anywho... Um, we're going to go around the room. Um, now, before we go in the room, I just want to let you know uh, check-ins are live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. Um, if you are listening on the podcast feed, you can hear somewhere in this episode a passphrase. When you hear that, head on over to uh, vognetwork.com, put in the passphrase, and earn yourself some VOG points. That's pretty cool. Okay, I'm just looking, just checking stuff here and here. And here, okay. No, wrong chat. There we go. Even better. So, let me adjust the volume here. Pull this up. I'm gonna go around the room. How was your week? How was your day, Ari? Well, the main thing was payday came and went instead of my paycheck. I feel like I'd gotten a brawl with all the bills that have been waiting for me to pay them, and to like stagger on away like. Like arm clutched over my chest and like <sighs> showed them. Mm-hmm. And something but a big pile of them on, out in the distance. And um, you know, work and getting overtime when I can. Can I know that feel? And over the weekend, I've just been sitting back and watching the uh, the drama unfold with Channel Awesome. <laughs> Can I just say something about that real quick? That's not what? on our chat roll, but I always felt that when somebody dies, you really shouldn't really talk bad about them at all. It's one thing if you knew the person, you were close, and you have your reasons, but I'm just saying, if accusations come out, I mean, I mean, I'll, I'll get, I, I'll get, get it. That. Trust me. I, I mean, I get it. But, you know, it's just, you know, just let, let the soul rest. I mean, you know. Uh, uh, never mind all that, like, yeah. you know, the uh, the groomer being. Uh, <clears throat> any Anyhow, I mean, part of me at one point, like, I guess, like, the first couple of times when I was appearing on this show, like, wanted to, uh, like, would, like, dream of being, a, like, a contributor for them. Mm. It would have been nice at one point. I think might would have focused on pro wrestling stuff, but now it's just they, after reading like what they do their uh, what they've done with the anniversary specials and their cre their content creators and and how they're all jumping ship. It's just kind of fun to just stand back and watch the thing just go Hindenburging over the horizon. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and even I better, I was like. You know, I follow a bunch of them. When I read about Linkara leaving. I'm thinking, well, this is the uh, internet review equivalent of AJ Styles jumping ship from TNA. 
there's no coming back from this. I think I have like one, maybe two contributors left. There's only one person left. Uh, I think Cinema Snob and uh, Larry Bundy. Cinema Snob, from what I can tell, Cinema Snob is gone. It's just Larry Bundy. Um, yeah, I was on their website earlier, and they, uh, and Cinema Snob stuff was still on there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Because well, Brad Jones and Guru Larry, they're the only two left. Right, because from what I was reading, you know, I didn't, I really was, everyone was, before I read, everyone was like, only person left is Larry. I was like, well, shit, you know? And I'm sure it hit, at this point, he's just the last person there by, uh, mathematical inevitability. Mm-hmm. Like, like, statistically speaking, somebody had to be the last one to stick around. I just find it interesting on, on his, on his, I think his Facebook or Twitter, it says, Survivor of the Channel Awesome uh, Hunger Games. Actually, I think the comparison he was making was to uh, Stalinist Russia and how people who fell out of favor with uh, Stalin were, uh, were you know, deleted from, uh, professional, from official records and pictures and all that. But but yeah, that's a uh, <clears throat> it it's still pretty bad. It is. But what yeah, it that's is, that's yeah. what things have been going for me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, my bad. I thought I had updated everybody's uh, track music. Um, my bad, Mako. Hmm. I guess you didn't pay. I guess you didn't catch it then. Never mind. I don't pay attention to the music you play for me. You don't pay attention to a lot of things. No, not really. What are we going to do with you? Absolutely nothing. I'm watching hours old kittens just cuddling up and sleeping. Oh, good lord! You need Jesus. No, they're adorable. They're listening to hours. Yeah, They're cute little 12 kittens, hours old. Cute little kittens cuddling up be being all durable are tangible and things that make you feel good. Mm. But yeah, um, my weekend day, uh, let's see, Sunday I spent out playing Pokemon, and then I came home and bought a plane ticket. Is it a one-way? Is it a one-way? Is it a one-way? No, it's a round trip, but oh, yeah. that mean, oh, that means they're sending you back. Yes, they're sending me back, reluctantly. But yeah, so uh, I have uh, started plotting a trip to Colorado to visit some friends, and now I'm just working my way through the week. That way, I can get to con time this weekend. Mm. True that. And yeah, I'm just watching a live stream of cats. Okay. Well, my weekend day has been interesting. It's just work and work and work. Um, I went out to a party with some friends over the weekend and... They had an outdoor fire pit and a hot tub. Damn, go on with your bad self. I was surprised. I was like, uh, y'all got a hot... 
that's where, exactly where I went. So, you know. Other than that, I've just been working overtime hours at work. And um, I went over to um, Ikea. And I'm probably going to post a picture of it later. But I ended up setting up... Um, I got some more, like, shelves and reorganized my entertainment sh uh, center. It's still a little rickety because I don't have, like, the piece of plywood in the back to sturdy it. So what I'm going to do is get a couple of right-angle uh, metal brackets and slap it back there to keep it stable. Um, so now everything looks nice and neat in the front, and the back looks like a hot, tangled mess. It's just nappy as fuck back there with all those cables. But... On, but I, what I also did was I ordered a new lens for my camera. So now I have a I have coming to me a 55 to 300 millimeter lens. So now that when I'm sitting about 15 to 20 feet away at the masquerade, I can really get some nice close-up shots. And I'm work, waiting on finding out a confirmation on some money on some missing hours. And if that if that is that goes through for this week's uh, check. I'll be picking up a new camcorder and be selling the old one. Woohoo! I should sell. I should get it anyway and just sell the old one, but because I know the money's coming to me anyway. But I don't like to spend money unless I truly have to. How much? You, how much you planning on spending the old one for? Selling the old one for? Uh, probably two hundred. Hmm. I mean, you're getting a fully camcorder with um, like. Three, four batteries, two chargers, a USB cable, and all of that. And also, the USB cable is—I mean, the port is a little um, flippant, but it still works because anything that's stored on the on the on the memory of the camera, on the camcorder, you can move it over to a flash drive and do it that way. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think there's probably more to it, but I'm just saying it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be for 200. The funny thing is, when I was going to buy it off this person, he wanted to charge me 600 because that's how much he paid for it. I'm like, dude, this thing is going. Reselling doesn't work that way. I'm like, dude, it's going. This thing is going for, used 220, like 325 on Amazon. I'm like, come on, dude. And that's basically is it. That's been my weekend day. So, yeah. All right, we'll go ahead and uh, kick things off with our first break. And when we get back, um, fun stuff. Um, I don't know. For some reason, I just, I just lost my train of thought. I don't know why. You lost yourself. It's okay. I'm always losing myself. I'm always, yeah. I'm always, yeah, that uh, happens. More, more often than it should. Mm. Yeah, so... We'll be back.
I don't know why, but that tune just kind of kicked in my head last time I was putting together the, the playlist because I did say I kind of wanted to do a like kind of go 90s style of music. And as I was um, looking things up, because I, if, if for those of you who don't know, that is the opening theme, Full Moonlight to Devil Hunter Yoko. And I'm like, I have this track somewhere. Now, I go looking for it, and it's like, it's not here. So I look around, um, and I found, I'm thinking, let me see if I can just d re-download you know, that track. And I'm like, I can't find it. So I'm like, I know one of my CDs has it. So I'm like, okay, so it's, it's somewhere here. It, it's got to be here somewhere. And I look. Uh, best of anime CD. I'm like, it, 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 it's gotta be here. Lo and behold, it was there. So I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. And um, and what's interesting is that, you see, if I'm if I'm looking at the name correctly, uh, okay, the person that actually. That actually sings and does the voice of Yoko is Aya Hisakawa, and I think Ari should know who that is. Who is it again? Aya Hisakawa. Sorry, I'm drawing a blank here. <laughs> oh, dude. Oh right, fucking Japanese Sailor Mercury. Yes. Oh, I can't believe I fucking forgot that. That's okay. I'm drawing a blank on some Ronma one half voice actress too. I'm like, wait, what? Oh, you know, it, it, it's happened. And don't forget, she is now the new voice of Bulma in Dragon Ball. So they have about the same intelligence level, so mm -hmm. it works out. Can't complain about that. All right, so let's go ahead and get down and dirty on. Oh. To get down and dirty with um today's news and stuff. Um, I think this first article is is right up Mako-chan's alley. Uh, I'm loading it. Okay. So, uh, the darling daughter, in quotes, <laughs> of Miss Kobayashi's dragon maid is off to school. With her red bag and matching bright red shoes, Figure X, the same life-size figure maker that produced ReZero's Rem and Orimo's Carino, is bringing Kana back to life. Um, the figure measures at about four feet tall, costs about fifteen thousand dollars, and they're only making ten of them. Mm, well, given the price, I mean. So, yeah. And she's pigeon toed, too. Is it just me? Or does, it, does it look like she's, she has. A, she looks like she's stoned. It's a curious tilt the head that is slightly to the side kind of look. <sighs> Yeah, it's, I'm just saying. Yeah, I get that, but the facial expression looks like she hit she hit the blunt a little bit too hard. It's not like her facial expression isn't more like isn't as much, dude, as it is, dude. It's like, huh? Like, like the fuck, dude? No, it's one of those 
you know, tilt to the head and go, again? <laughs> That's not what... I'll, I'll accept that, too. Because also, you I have to remember who the... she lives with. <laughs> Which is why I said she looked like she's stoned. Also, I looked up the Rendo Rendosru-style backpacks mm -hmm. on Amazon. These things are fucking expensive. How much? Um, let's see. Hang on, let me price load it. Hide a low. Um, they run from like, like, at least triple digits. They're at least a hundred bucks. Well, I remember seeing them on J list for like two hundred. I was like, Fuck. yeah. Some of them, some of them are in the two hundred range. Yeah. The the cheapo ones are in the twenty dollar range. Though they probably they probably fall apart in the rain. I actually not probably. Not, I, I kind of want this one though. Like really, really, really kind of want this one. I actually want like the more the traditional school bag style. The ones you see them wear that walk around in Love Live. And I also wanted like the traditional brown leather ones that you see from Ronma One Half. That looks like the like the doctor's bags per se, the modern day ones. I actually wanted one of those, you know. I want this card captor Sakura one. Let me see. That one. Of course. It's cute. And it's reason not for nothing. It is reasonably priced. It is reasonably priced, but it looks like a small child is wearing it, so my fat ass is not going to have it be able to be worn. If you look around, you might be able to find one for your fat ass. I'm yeah, well... I mean, fuck, I look at it this way. If you can put on one of, like, the Sailor Moon bags, th this is something you could probably wear, too. Just saying. Actually, now that I'm looking at this, somebody is wearing it, and it actually looks like it might be a decent size. Because I'm looking at other people's pictures now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, looks like it might be a decent size. I might have to put that on my uh, add to cart list. <laughs> Only because I just bought a new bag, so I kind of really don't need to buy another one. <laughs> Psst, Mako-chan, your inner nerd is showing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I just no, I, I find like no, I just bought a new one. I can't. Well, thankfully, my Nintendo bag is still going strong. One of the controller uh, zips broke off, but I actually threw that in the bag. So if I come across some crazy glue, which I think I have somewhere in the house, I can fix it. I probably have some here too. If you yeah. want to bring it with you this weekend. Yeah, I I know because I yeah. I, I bring the bag anyway, so... Yeah. I just gotta pack, pack lightly, because unless my, unless my Jotaro shows up this weekend, I'm probably, I'm probably not cosplaying. So. I'm Disney-bounding. Mm. So I'm technically wearing regular street clothes. But you just... They're just themed. So you're Disney-bounding as the baddest bitch this side of Disney, huh? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yes, my evil fairy queen. And as, as uh, Bob Coffee says in the chat, my love light knows me bag is still going strong. And to that, I replied, link, please. 
So I may have to have that so I can probably alternate back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> I I did find out that I have like a little I like at one like last year I bought a laptop bag off of Amazon. I like the slim style bags. I don't like the big bags anymore. I like the slim ones. So and I didn't realize it. There's a strap that that's on the back that you could put on your um you can slide it through your, your um the handles of your of your luggage so you don't have to carry it around. I was like, oh shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, not bad for thirteen dollars though. I ain't gonna complain. But anywho, moving right along from Dragon Maids to Super Sentai, it looks like we're going to have a new Super Sentai special. And the funny thing is, this is something I kind of said i'd like to see it's sort of like this is something like this is this is shit made of fan fiction basically <laughs> there's going to be a a super sentai special pretty much it's q ranger versus space squad hero mama league okay you have um hurricane blue deca yellow and maji pink who are mothers and must balance the struggle of being um uh, Parents and as superheroines, I tell you, uh, I, 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 imagining Maji Pink as a mom scares the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I gotta put that out there. <laughs> now, now that you think about, I, 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 I never thought about it at first. Now that you say it, and the fact that I had the Maji Ranger as our break music, and that, and it's coming back. You're right. It, but I mean, Maji Pink as a mother. How is that any different from Usagi Tsukino being a mom? Just think about it. How is yeah, that any I different? I can't think of her as a mom either. Oh. <laughs> we, we've seen how her kid turned out. <laughs> oh shit! Also, Jasmine was always the hottest girl in a Deca Ranger. Wasn't she? She was. Uh, yeah, yeah, Deca. She was yeah. four. Yeah, why am I thinking she was Deca? No, that was Umeko. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I actually, I would actually link this to a friend of mine who's who's into Super Sentai, but she she is not a fan of the person that runs the blog that I got this from. So, it's all good. So, as per the article here, the three once fought to protect the world are now married and mothers, but evil that endangers humanity is immortal. These glittering moms will work to balance their motherly duties while being heroes when the mysterious space shinobi demossed. The primary villain in the upcoming Uchu Sentai Q Ranger vs. Space Squad appears. This special was proposed by Ayumi Kinoshita to the Toei Tokats fan club as a means of showcasing different aspects of a hero's life. Aside from these three heroines, also appearing in the special is Hidea Tawada, who originally was um, Ninja's uh, Kinji Takigawa, who played star- character Star Ninja, and who also featured na- narration by Yasuhiro Takato, who played various monsters throughout the Super Sentai series. It's probably the, the normal voice that you hear in the background when the teams do something new and they give you a brief description. Hero Mama League is produced by longtime Tokats producer Hideaki Sukata, who worked on Gavon vs. Deca Ranger and Kamen Rider Forze. The scripts will be written by Tomomi Shimo and directed by Koichiro Hayama. 
And you know what's really awesome? It's going to be com- it's coming out on May thirteenth, which is Mother's Day. Because of course it is. I, I you know what? I kind of hope this is like a three or four part miniseries, and then they focus on different parents and kind of cross tie it or something like that. I would like to see that shit happen. Not for nothing, but if they're gonna have Maji Rangers on here, they just need to bring back. <laughs> their mom I, and say fuck you I'm a grandma now I can still do this shit but one yeah, oh, oh, oh yeah Maggie mother yeah Maggie mother for a second there I thought you were referencing um 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 Maggie blue and what's his name Maggie shine shine remember they did get married at the end of the series yeah, no, but they were they, they all took after their mom. I know, who, I'm just... Like, hid magic from them and all that bullshit. And then all of a sudden came back and it's like, fuck you, I can still fight. Mm. It's like, they already been done... They already uh, did this in the series. Thank you very much. Well, maybe Maji Mom does make an appearance because that does make her a grandmother, ju- just saying. Mm-hmm. Just imagine, like, li- li- little toddlers with, like, super powerful magic at their disposal. No, 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 no. I, I actually think if, if you're going to throw some type of magic in here, only um, um, Maji Pink would have that ability. I'm just saying, Maji Pink kid would have the magic ability. Um, Hurricane Blue's kid would have, like, the, the martial arts ability, and I don't know about Deca Yellow. Because remember, some of the They abil- don't have the civilian abilities in a Deca Ranger, did they? Not really, no. They actually re- normally walked around in their in their Decca outfits because they are special police. So, mm-hmm. so you know, I, 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 I'm, I, I am legitimately hyped for this. So, the funny thing is, somebody showed this, and I saw this this not a meme but a, a saying, and I was just like, oh my god, no. So. No one take offense by this. Because you know the saying, black don't crack, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Someone put underneath, because they showed them when they were their characters, and now, and it said underneath it, Asian don't raisin. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I know. Okay, let's go ahead. Let's see what else is on the agenda here. Um, Everybody okay with him hearing a little, like, squ- squelching and stuff? No, oh, that's I can hear me. you just fine. Okay. That's me, sorry. It's always you. No, it's not always me. This time it just happened to be me. Okay. Okay, Ari, I think this one is something you'd enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Universal Studios plans a Pokemon theme park area. <clears throat> Orlando Television Station WFTV9 reported on Wednesday that Universal Studios plans to add a Pokemon area towards Orlando Resort theme park's Kid Zone. In addition, according to the station, Mario Kart and Donkey Kong attractions are now slated for a recently purchased 400-acre lot across the street from the main park. Can't wait. 
the reports state that the 400-acre lot is planned for a new park and that most of the Nintendo properties will form one of the several themes that will debut in a new park. By contrast, the Pokemon area will be in the existing Universal Orlando Resort Park. The report added the Pokemon area will open in 2020, but the Nintendo area will open in 2023, as Nintendo areas are planned first for the Universal Studios parking lot in Japan and Hollywood. Universal Studios parks in Japan and Hollywood. I don't mm. know where parking lot came from. <clears throat> The effort is part of the larger planned Nintendo initiative, Nintendo theme initiative that Universal is adding to its theme parks. Universal is already planning a Super Nintendo World that'll open at Universal Studios Japan in time for the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. So yeah, like Pokemon will be there for a couple of years before uh, the other the other main Nintendo stuff gets here, and they'll be like, "What kept you guys so long?" <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I have never been to Disney. Really? But with, with Universal, I'm like, you know what? Fuck yo, Disney. I'm going to Universal Studios. I want to take a week and do everything. You can't do everything in a week at Disney anymore. If if you do one um, park a day, you can get it done in a week. Do not underestimate the Mako-chan. They actually have, you know, listings on what you have to do, when you have to do it, to utilize the best timing. Hmm. Okay. Now, we go into our chat room here via VOD Network. Um... Dungeon Buster says you could do most of the rides at Universal in a day. Serenity41088 says, is it going to be surrounded by pigeons and rats, a.k.a. pigeons and ratatas? Now, 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 the theme park is going to be in Florida, not New York City. You ain't got to worry about that. So, so it's fr- going to be alligators and crocodiles. Toga- alligators. And togodiles. <laughs> Look, mommy, my very own Totodiles. Chop, drag, <laughs> spin. <laughs> Wait, hold it. That's already happened at Disney, okay? A couple of times. I, I shouldn't be laughing, but I, I'm i going to hell. We knew that already. But still. <laughs> That's nothing new. Now, here's my question. Will they have, char- will they have people dressing up as characters from the anime? Of course. But you also got to remember one thing. Now, at Disney, they, they kind of frown on you cosplaying. At Universal Studios, they give no fucks. <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? I'm gonna, I, I, I cannot wait for a bunch of grown-ass people <laughs> Us. to go down there in costume and try and catch them all. <laughs> You fucking us. know, yeah, definitely us. You fucking know that's gonna happen. They're gonna come out in these mascot characters, and people are gonna be throwing fucking balls at them. Like I gotta lure, fucking lure, catch it. I gotta catch it. Lure all the different incarnations of Ash into one place. So what? Watch them just have their minds all get blown at the same time. <laughs> Ash used existential crisis. What do you mean we're the same age? Ash faded. 
<laughs> Holy shit. They all go, who are you? And they all answer, I'm you, but better. <laughs> I was going to say originally me and Ari showing up as as Brock and Ash with the with the WWE tag team belts like um like Cass and uh what's his name? But God Enzo and Cass. Like Enzo and Cass, but god damn Mako. Holy shit, your ass is on fire. Shit. Still try to picture somebody in a big Pikachu costume one around all day. Having to hear like boink, boink, boink with kids throwing you know, toy Pokeballs at them all day. Cause you know they'll be selling them. <laughs> They probably will. And the thing is, one of the issues at Disney is that people, you know, asshole teenagers will go up to the people in costume and fuck with them. Can you imagine (laughs) asshole teenagers in a Pokemon park not throwing fucking shit at people dressed as Pokemon? Pikachu, use Thundershock, and the Pikachu guy in the Pikachu suit just tasers some kid who gets a little too grabby. I'm on my break, kid! (laughs) I like how you get, uh, what was that? It was uh, the picture of some guy in a Pikachu costume with his hand sticking out of the mouth holding on to the subway rail (laughs) under the pole. That's the shit you're going to find down there. All of a sudden, you're going to see a hand pop out. Somebody giving the finger or something. (laughs) Great, we broke Ranma. So instead of like, hey, you Pikachu, it's fuck you, Pikachu. (laughs) (laughs) He's tapping out. I win. I need a moment. I like when I win. (laughs) Shit. The thing is, though, I can see a bunch of people going down there dressed as Team Rocket and stealing a whole bunch of shit. Because of course they will. Yeah. It's like, who did it? It was that damn Team Rocket. What did they look like? I don't know. They were just wearing a black cap and a black outfit, and they all looked the same, damn it. Are you sure you're talking about Team Rocket and not black people? Ouch. I will say yes on that one. <laughs> I'm not I'm not going there tonight. <laughs> Okay, how you you want to go back to you and I, you and I cosplaying as Ash and Brock at this park? Imagine if we come across some you know Team Rocket goons who don't know that we're not actually employed by the park, and th- and think we're just other characters and uh, other uh, actors and character. God. To, to protect the world from Devon, 
sweet chin music. <laughs> breathe, Rama. Breathe. I think we need to move on. Yes. Y yes, you do. And as Nemesis 47 says, Harry Potter and his master balls of Pikachu. I think right, you better be fucking shiny, shining fucking gold if you're going to waste a master ball on it. And there's the hashtag broken Ronma. I'm like, I, I, I can't go into broke. I can't go into woke or broke Mac. Hart. I can't do it. I can't do it. Psychodrill! 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 <laughs> oh, God damn it, Ari. You suck. <laughs> <sighs> My stomach well, is hurting from all that laughing. <laughs> well, Ronmo, we're just waiting on you to go ahead. You're the next one. Oh, I might have to. <laughs> God. All right. I can switch mine with you no, if you no, want. I'm good. I'm good. Some of us know this song. If you don't. What this is, this is the opening theme to Sakura Tyson. One of the many themes of Sakura Tyson. Recently at Sega Fest in Tokyo, Sega announced they are working on new type, bringing out some new titles and revamping some older titles. One new title that they're working on is from the Sakura Tyson franchise. And some of you know it as Sakura Wars. Also, this, this anime is also in the game uh, Project Cross Zone 1 and 2, which reminds me. Excuse me. I need to play through those games again. As of right now, the game is, te is temporarily called Shin Sakura Tyson. The game will be an all-new work that inherits DNA of the series. It takes place in the 29th year of the fictionalized Taisho period of the franchise in the capital of Tokyo. <clears throat> Japan's actual Taisho period only lasted for 15 years and the kanji used to write Taisho and Sakura Wars is different from the kanji used for the real Taisho period. Later later on, I guess this year or in upcoming weeks, Sega will reveal more details. Original creator of the series, Oji Horoi and Sega launched the first game in the franchise for the Saturn in 1996. And the latest game, Sakura Tyson 5, Saraba Itoshiki Hitoyo, came out for PS2 in Japan in 2005, which also came to the States five years later as Soccer War So Long My Love in March 2010 for PlayStation 2 and Nintendo Wii. The multimedia franchise includes, I believe, six OVAs, an animated feature film, a manga, and a television series. I think there was two films, I'm not too sure. Sakura Tyson is, is one of those fun animes to watch. And I'm actually looking now, because if I'm not mistaken, you can still pick up uh, Sakura Tyson for PlayStation 2. Um, I do see the import ones. I also see the one for Dreamcast. Let's see, Sakura Tyson PS2. I see all the import ones for PS for PS2. Eh, cause I think for a while, 
I actually had it in my in my like not in my car, but on my list of stuff, you know. Let's see if it if I find it in Sakura Wars. Well, there you go. Sakura Wars, so long, my love. Sixty-five dollars. Yeah, not gonna lie, I didn't even hear about about this franchise until the Project Cross Zone games. Mm, no, I actually knew about it, so. And I'm waiting for the inevitable Project Cross Zone 3, where the Sakura War pair units will be Ichigo and Gemini Sunrise, and Sakura and Erika Fontaine. If that happens. You, you just know it's going yeah. to. I'm actually looking here at the limited edition Sakura Wars game for PS2 for 90 bucks. You get it's two game discs, um, an art book, and a poster. I, I'm like, that's kind of... That's kind of worth it, because I believe that one takes place in New York City. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, Erica Fontaine. Um, actually, a friend of ours, a friend of the show, uh, Eddie Kagami, she actually cosplays Erica Fontaine. So, I know she's happy about the, the Sakura Tyson game that's coming out, so. I asked her if she ever did the Good Morning Gants as part of her, her cosplay, and she was like, eh. Yeah. Um, I know my friend, uh, Pocky Princess Darcy's happy about that because she cosplays, uh, Sakura Shinkuji, so that's going to be fun. Oddly enough, I think, like, so, like, a few years ago, Sega actually did, like, a list of what franchises or, like, titles that they've worked on you want to see make a comeback. Sakura Tyson was number one. And I think followed by Yakuza and Jet Set Radio, I believe. Well, we're getting uh, Shenmue 1 and 2 again. Oh, yeah. And to update, uh, Bob Coffey has told us that the limited edition release is the same game. One is English dub and one is Japanese uh, dub. There's slight differences in the localization, but yeah. All right. Sounds like a bit. Sounds like something, you know. I'm at, I'm. Let's see if I can actually find the game just to say that I have it hopefully I'll find it cheaper than the price that they're asking and speaking of games what's up with Lotus Wars Ari uh, what indeed <clears throat> Sneaker Bunko announced on Friday that Record of Lotus War will get a quote completely new work for its 30th anniversary this fall original writer Ryo Mizuno is writing it and Hidari from uh, the gun Ganbarani and Atelier series. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Atelier or Atelier, something like that. Is illustrated in the work. The website produced posted a visual with Hidari's illustration of the character Deedalit, and the text that reads, So we meet again, Deed. Mm. In addition, the 30th anniversary project will include its 2D side-scrolling game. Den Femi Nico Gamer's team Ladybug, Shin Megami Tensei Synchro synchronicity prologue game <clears throat> is developing the game and it posted a preview video that shows Deedit's concept Deedalit's concept art pixel art and gameplay <clears throat> the project is not revealed platforms or release date sneaker bunko announced the revival of the original lotus toe tabletop rpg slated for this fall and they also announced a blu-ray disc box set for the 1990 video anime series mm. 
Uh, Record of Lotus War began as a series of magazine articles that recounted the pencil and paper role-playing game sessions of players who called themselves Group SNE. Those fancy adventures evolved into a series of novels by Mizuna that now have more than 10 million copies in print. Mizuno published the Record of Lotus War, the Grey Witch novel, with illustrations by Yutata, Yutaka Izubuchi in 1998. Seven Seas Entertainment released the novel in English on December 19th. Mizuno's Record of Lotus War series inspired the 1990 Record of Lotus War video anime series and the 1998 Chronicles of the Hero Night television anime sequel. Funimation released both the anime and DVD on both anime on DVD and Blu-ray last July. Central Park Media previously licensed and released both fan- fantasy titles in North America, and Media Blasters has announced a license of both anime in 2010, but then it revealed in 2012 that it will not be releasing the titles as planned. Mm. So it sounds like, like immediately when I was reading, I said that oh cool, another uh, fantasy series that started out as someone's a uh, tabletop campaign i'm kind of i like to see this how, how this uh 2d game is gonna be i i i think it's gonna be cool yeah this sounds pretty interesting it does and as um and as uh, dungeon buster says i'm excited for a new lotus wars game last one i played was on the dreamcast which was fun and i'm pestering bob coffee to find me to link to the love life knows me bag that he got i think i know which one it is but i just want to make sure i told him check his orders uh okay. And I decided this one's right as all for Mako. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um virtual reality is getting a little bit crazy. Just a little bit? Just a little bit. Um, So with virtual reality, fans can watch their favorite voice actors practice their lines, go on dates with anime characters, and test their mettle while balancing on beams many stories up. Well now, players can find love with a beautiful bride or handsome groom. The Sega VR Akihabara Arcade is bringing wedding VR to the facility for a limited time only. The experience originally debuted at last year's Tokyo Game Show Japan event and was so popular, players had to wait 90 minutes just to try it out. The fuck? Yeah. Mm. The game stars three characters from Voltage Inc.'s dating apps. Characters include Yamato, Henry A. Spencer, and Masamune Date. The characters previously appeared in Voltage's Chikai no Kisu, uh, Watotsuzen ni Love Ring. Um, and then it's uh, two, tr- uh, two sequels after that. And no, I'm not saying them. Fuck you. <laughs> if you can't make it to Akihabara before the game ends on May 8th, the individual character VR weddings are also available in Japanese on Steam for about $8 each. You just need to have an HTC Vive or an Oculus Rift headset. The Wedding VR is the next ex- ne- nah, next experience from the developer that created Cherdon, a similar heart-pounding game starring the protagonist of Vulture's Vulture's Pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa-pa. You want to try that again? Yes. I actually don't. Um, oh. But yeah, so uh, they created Cherdon, which starred the protagonist of Voltage Inc.'s Kissed by the Baddest Bitter, which is a mobile game. So... Yeah, so they show the three characters. Um, 
One is a very princely looking character. One is what looks to be a kind of samurai character. And the other one looks to be a business mogul of some sort. But yeah, you can go there and you can marry a character. Hmm. Which I'm guessing is at least a little bit more non-creepy than the VR games where you actually have sex with characters. Uh, It's a different version of creepy. I don't know. I, I think it's kind of creepy to have VR sex with, you know, a character. Well, yeah, so do I, but I kind of thought that was a given. Yeah. I mean, at least the marriage thing is, you know, just kind of those dating at, like the dating games. And I'm kind of surprised at how long the lines work, cause generally because it's, um, it's, because normally for something like this, it's usually the girl you get to marry the girls, but in this case, you get to marry the guys. So you know, hey, even even women like to play games too. So, yep. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on VogNetwork.com, use the passphrase "made." And um, now that we got that all out the way and do an amazing time. Time for strange news from Japan. Woohoo! And I'll, I'll, and I'll take the second article for reasons being. Can I have the last one? Okie dokie. You're up, Mako. Alright. So, uh... Yeah. Uh, Japan sumo is very, very, very strict. And... Yeah. So, it's been less than 10 days since a controversy erupted as women were asked to leave the ring at a sumo exhibition in Kyoto, where the attending male mayor had collapsed. Now, the Japan Sumo Association... I cannot speak tonight. You want to try that again? No, I really don't. Now the Japan Sumo Association is once again under a critical spotlight as it asserts that the ring's sacred purity will be contaminated by the presence of even grade-school-aged females. As part of its regional spring exhibition tour, a sumo exhibition was held in Shizoku Prefecture on April 8th. This was the sixth iteration of the I can't talk tonight of the annual event and as part of the festivities elementary school aged children from local youth sumo clubs were allowed to step into the ring uh, for training sessions with top tier professional sumo wrestlers for the last three years the kids uh, included uh, school aged girls as well as boys Um, but there are no records indicating whether or not girls participated in the event in 2013 and 2014 This year, five girls were part of the training session. Um, However, a few days prior to the event, the local organizers received a phone call from retired sumo wrestler Daisuko Ariso, who competed under the ring name of Tamasuka, um, who now serves as the National Japan Sumo Association's director. And he called to tell the local organizers that they did not want girls to participate in the sumo portion of the event. Mm. 
And the exact date that he called was actually April 4th, which was the same day of the incident in Kyoto. So in the end, all of the 20 kids that took part in the sumo program were boys. And the prohibition against women entering the sumo ring has its roots in ancient Shinto beliefs. And to this day, sumo retains strong ties to religious ceremony. However, even to many Japanese people, this is a case of clinging too tightly to traditions. Some of the online online reactions include utterly ridiculous, uh, utterly idiotic. This is just cruel. Uh, with the timing, it's hard to see this as anything but rubbing it in women's faces. Uh, the association is worthless. And this isn't going to do the sport any favors in the image department. Um... If there's a silver lining to this, it's the fact that despite the Japan Sumo Association's hardline stance, not everyone involved in the sport feels like women need to be kept out of the ring, especially in the case of little girls, um, as evidenced by the inclusion of the girls in the last three years' events. There are coaches willing to train girls in sumo and organizations who want them to have a chance to compete. Um, one of the coaches actually said, I wanted the girls to be able to enter the ring at least for a regional tour event so that hopefully they'll get the chance someday to, you know, actually participate. Which, not for nothing, I get it. Mm -hmm. You know, Japan is very, very strict with tradition. But at the same time, holy shit, grow up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at, I'm I'm, re I'm looking through this and I see like a recommended story from like three years ago. It says big dudes can jump frolicking. Sumo means it's officially springtime again in Japan. So I guess when they're jumping around, you realize that's not an earthquake. Anywho. Frolicking sumo, that's uh that's a sentence. <laughs> It seems that a local I, Japanese idol group disbanded right after their debut concert, which is odd. And the reason why they split up is because each member has their own individuality, which is extremely, extremely individual of each other. You mean they're not a hive mind? Basically. But the thing is, if you want to succeed as an idol singer in Japan, you have to be a team player. And Japan is a group-oriented society, so that's kind of how it goes. So, on their, on their Twitter account, the nine-member idol group Asakusa45 announced that the members have too much individuality with different musical ambitions, so the group will be disbanding. But what's surprising is how it happened. They just announced their formation April 1st. And seven days later, they're done. The ticket sales... It, hmm? I said it, it's like the group itself was an April Fool's joke. Kinda, yeah. Ticket sales for the concert, which two other popular idol groups, Nine Nine, which I have listened to, only because one of their albums is um 
Um, one of the albums, is, not one of, one of the songs is the title song to the Ranma One Half uh, t- TV movie, which TV special, which is really awesome. And along with Nine Nine and Baby Rage Japan, served as opening acts, a strong and enthusiastic crowd. Those in attendance were impressed at how polished uh, Asakusa Forty Five stage presence was, along with the chemistry. As it's two subdivisions, one with four members and one with five, first performed separately before all nine idols came together to sing the full member song Asakusa Tonight and Gate of Thunder. Interesting. But with the amped up crowds and the cheers coming to an end of the concert, is when Asakusa 45 stood before their newly acquired fans and said with tears in their eyes that the band was immediately suspending its musical activities, then exited the stage. And the fans were not happy, and they were chanting 45 and Encore. Eventually, all the idols returned and let everyone in on the secret. Nine, the nine members of Asakusa 45 are actually the four members of 99, and the five members of Baby Rage Japan. Huh. Interesting. I guess they did not realize that. Eh. But as mentioned previously, um, well, there you go, Ari. You just nailed it. You just nailed it right on the head. It really was. It, it really was April Fool's joke. Wow. Yes. I wasn't even trying with that. No, you you the one that said it after I said April first. You you said it. You know. Yeah, April first. When you hear something, you know, starting up on April first, you always tend to. Look at it like, oh no. Mm-hmm. For Asakusa 45, each of the idols made up a completely new persona, and apparently a sizable number of those in attendance didn't overlap with Nine Nine and Baby Rage Japan, who were again the opening acts. Making it especially surprising the fact that while the neither of the two legitimate idol groups are household names, they have they have really big fan bases. Baby Rage Japan has about thirty two thousand followers on their Twitter group. Nine Nine has over thirty seven thousand. Neither group is new since Baby Rage formed in twenty twelve, and Nine Nine has been around since two thousand five, and their music is really good. That gives us an explosive ammunition in the arguments that ID music is so blandly uniform that you can't package it in the same purse as two different artists. But on the other hand, from an April Fool's standpoint, it's hard to not be impressed by Asakusa's 45 long con, especially when there are so many other gags competing for, for attention on April 1st. Wow. Just wow. That's all I gotta say. They get a round of applause from me. <sighs> and now. <clears throat> Japanese senior citizen 63 and 71 arrested for sickle armed street fight. Old enough to know better loses out to old enough to not give a shit <laughs> as two seniors slice each other with the same weapon. By and large, getting drunk and solving your problems with your fists is a young man's way of doing things. Consider, for example, 63-year-old Chikai Temura, who's out drinking at a restaurant in the town of Yukihasha in Fukuoka Prefecture last Friday night. <clears throat> While at the establishment, he became involved in a verbal altercation with another patron, an unarmed man, an unnamed man who was eight years his senior. 
But even after the pair, who were previous acquaintances, left the restaurant, Tamaro decided against using his fist to settle their differences. Unfortunately, he decided to use a sickle instead. <laughs> Reports will indicate whether Tamaro happened to be... Go- Happened to have the gardening tool on him while he was drinking at the restaurant, or if it produced or retreated from somewhere after leaving. Either way, he swung the bladed instrument at the other man, striking him in the head. However, the blow was not fatal, and the man, showing what must have been some incredible determination, managed to wrestle the sickle away from Tamara. With the tables turned, the man counterattacked, swinging the weapon and slicing in Tamara's leg. Doctors estimate his wounds will take three weeks to heal, while the prognosis being one week for the man who was struck in the head. While questioning about the incident, Tamara said he merely intended to intimidating the man, telling investigators, I swung the sickle to threaten him and ended up hitting him. I wasn't trying to kill him. The man also denied specifically wanting to inflict bodily harm, said I swiped the sickle in the direction of his leg and wound up hitting him. The flimsy excuses weren't enough to convince the police to let them off, and the fact that a late-night sickle fight on Friday the 13th would make a fitting horror movie plot isn't buying them any leniency either and Fukuoka Prefecture Police have placed both men under arrest, charging Tamara with attempted murder and the other man with assault. Motherfucker. I mean... I mean, you had the site there. Were you, uh, were you expecting death to just show up and uh, finish the job or something? Basically... This is just like, um, Grumpy Old Men. What is this, Grumpy Old Men 3? You know? (laughs) God. That's what I gotta say. Still, the blade must have been pretty dull if uh, it it didn't really do that much damage to him. True. But still, though. <sighs> you know what? I got nothing. Yeah, can we uh, keep going? I mean, fit, wrap it up? <laughs> you couldn't have said it better myself, friendo. <laughs> God. Okay, people. We'll be back.
Well, that was a good episode. Wouldn't y'all agree? Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yes, mm-hmm. especially the fact that y'all made y'all almost killed me on tonight's episode. <laughs> it was I, especially fun then. I think this is one of the instances where we didn't mean to do it, but it was still funny anyway. It was funny, huh? You know. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you like the show. Tell if you like the show, tell a friend. The answer will tell another friend, and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers, independent podcasters, so we do it for the fun of it. So definitely check us out. Um, if you have any questions about the show or anything like that, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up, but we're here to believe you. Uh, let's see what else we have here. Uh, check out our website at Anime Jam Session where we post all of our con-related stuff, our convention reports, anime reviews, cosplay tips and tutorials, links to our photos and videos, and editorials. That's AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget to check out our podcast, which is not just available on our website every Friday, Thursday, Friday. You can find it on other aggregative sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, and post every week on the Vogue Network forums. And some of these sites, you can leave reviews, so if you can, leave us a nice review. We'd greatly appreciate it. We have social media links for you as well. YouTube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV, Twitter.com slash Anime Jam Session, and Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. So follow us on those social sites for all the content, and I just got to say to everyone who follows us and supports us, thank you so much. We could not do this show without y'all. And don't forget to check us out on vognetwork.com every week, live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, Encore Presentations Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. So we're going to go around the room, last words, Mako. I'm still watching Kittens. Oh, good <laughs> lord. Okay. Last words, Ari. <clears throat> the ceilings of my bathroom and my living room are in the process of being patched up by maintenance, so hopefully in the next day or two they'll finally be fixed and I'll have to look at ugly holes and or stains on my ceilings anymore. Okay. My last words is, yeah, I have to, I gotta reinstall WordPress on my personal blog because some shit went wrong, so I'll figure it out. I, I want to get it done tonight, so you know. And uh, that's it. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We'll be back here next week with a brand new episode. And from the way the days are looking, um, we'll be here um, every Tuesday for a while. So we might be off around Memorial Day. Don't know, but we'll let y'all know. And I hope y'all paid your taxes because today is your last day. I mean, you get an automatic file extension, but you know how that goes. So that's it. End of list. I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Makochan. Great fight, great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Night. Say good night, Makochan. Good night, Makochan. This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, damn it. 
For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!